All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoop ball presentation What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Box Score Breakdown Show, a hoop ball presentation. My name is Adrian Benjamins, and I'm joined by Neil Rochlani. And this episode is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Taste the difference and get some delicious coffee from Hawaii. Head over to HawaiianIsles.com and Amazon. Neil, sir, how are you doing on this fine Sunday evening? You know, I'm looking at the game slate. Do you, do you still do this? Like, I will look. So we have 14 games today. I will look at the games. I'll look at the box score. And then I'll go check my fantasy league. They're all done for the year. But I'll, for some reason, still go back and have this, like, habit where I check my fantasy league. Adrian, I'm still, I'm still hoping to, like, change rotisserie points. It's crazy. I just love fantasy basketball. Anyway, what's up with you? I, you know, this year's really, really strange for me, Neil, because I am pretty much out of it 
everywhere. And, you know, even in my league of my really close friends that are still in it, it's like they can't really move. Uh, Neil, in my home league, my Roto League, the guy in first place has like an 11-point lead. The next team to him is 11 point. And like, nobody can catch this guy. And so uh, my buddy who's fighting for third place, he's like, oh, I'm not even paying attention anymore. I'm just setting my lineup and I'm just forgetting it. And, you know, there's big money on the line in this league. So it's for me, it's really hard to pay attention. I might be in an opposite mindset as you. It's really hard to, like, I'm more just watching basketball now as just a basketball fan mm-hmm. and not fantasy standpoint because it's just over for me everywhere <laughs> yeah no it's over for me my leagues are over but i just i don't want to give up i, I like want to see what my players are still doing it's kind of it's, it's yeah i like psychotic anyway <laughs> um and you know what's funny neil yeah. is like when i have a player that does good oh I, like i think to myself oh okay do good for me now when there's like two games left <laughs> in the season thanks a lot or the opposite of that if like a guy gets shut down i think to myself uh, at least I'm only missing like two or three games, not an entire season from them. So right. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's gonna be. Anyway. This, this is just like you try to figure out who to pick up here if you're still playing in fantasy leagues and try to roll with these unknown players. Right at this point, that's kind of all you can only. There's so many opportunities, but it's hard to know who to trust. So we can try to give our best advice on where we think some uh, some some of these guys that are worth rolling out and some of the guys to stay away from or. Less absolutely to, uh, bust out here in the last couple games. So um, Neil, we we are we're coming down to the very end, man. I mean, days. I mean, we have a few days. Uh, there's no games tomorrow due to the uh, NCAA championship game. Um, I believe it's Virginia and Texas Tech, so that should be pretty exciting. But um, so so we got a giant slate of games tonight, and then after that, it's Tuesday, Wednesday, and the season is a wrap. Crazy, uh, right? I know. To- it's crazy. Um, it still feels so far away, but yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> when I look at all these games, I'm like, wow, Tuesday is really busy. So is Wednesday. Anyway, um, should we hop into it? We got a lot of games to cover, and uh, I think we're already 10 minutes in. Um, Let's do it. Yeah, I don't know. Should, uh, I'll just start off unless you have a per- That would be perfect because I'm actually still opening some uh, of the okay. games. Uh, while you start, I can get my, uh, get my games up. All right, I've got Miami-Toronto first game on my list here. The uh, the Raptors win in overtime, 117-109. The Heat looks like the Heat looked like they may not make the playoffs now. Um, just one spot open in the East. I think the Heat on the outside looking in. I think Detroit's at eight right now. Anyway, uh, Olenek not trusting Winslow back in the starting lineup. Points league, trust them. Percentages don't. Um, Adebayo. Decent night if you need rebounds and blocks. And, well, tonight a bad field goal percentage, but usually it's okay. Uh, Waiter, same thing. Points league only. Same thing as Winslow, I should say. Drogic, 9, 5, and 6. I think I'm still trusting him unless they shut him down. Wade, I think, is going to get 30, 35 minutes for the last two games. Um, so he's probably number one target on the Heat. Um, that's really it. White side, I guess, if you need rebounds and blocks. But... Um, he may get shut down too. So it's really Wade who might be available, who I think actually is probably not available. But uh, Winslow, if he's been dropped, can be picked up in points leagues and that he could survive the um, percentages. Other than that, uh, I, don't, I think you can do better than Adebayo. I think he's okay, but I think he can do better. What are your thoughts on the Heat? 
I agree with uh, pretty much everything you said. Uh, I do agree, too. You know, if uh, Wade looked good tonight, I think they're going to... It's his swan song right here. You know, his final few games of the season. I think they're going to send him out um, kind of like the same way the Lakers sent Kobe out. Like, let him go big. So, I feel like Dwayne Wade's really safe. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I agree with everything else you said, man. And a little disappointing. I, it, it definitely looks like the Heat are uh, are not going to make the playoffs. I think they got kind of a tough schedule left where um, Orlando's got a little bit of an easier schedule the rest of the way. So um, pretty disappointing to see Miami not make the, not to see Wade in the postseason one last time. So kind of a bummer. All right, I'm going to jump over on Toronto. Um, let's see what stands out here to me. Um, Siakam, Neil, I saw uh, Yahoo did like a fantasy awards. He got named their pickup of the year. We talk about it um, at nauseum. We talk about how much we love this guy. 23 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, what a great season he's having. I can't wait to talk in the offseason about um, where we're going to draft this guy. It's going to be a lot of fun. Kawhi doing his thing, 22 points in a full line. We know he's a beast. Neil, Danny Green, uh, I think I had this guy in my lineup tonight in my road league. 21 points, two blocks, two assists, three rebounds. You know, we, we like to laugh a lot about... Um, you know, what a uh, crapshoot kind of it is to play this guy because you never kind of know, are you going to get a good game or a bad game? But I think overall, when you look at the averages, you feel pretty uh, good overall about having him in your lineup. Um, Gasol, 8 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. You know, he, he, he's definitely taken a step back as far as his fantasy production goes since moving to Toronto. So be really interesting uh, to see what where he goes next season, like as far as in drafts. Um, Neil, with the, with these guys likely to rest, although I think I heard that they're not planning on resting the guys the final few games of the season, but I'd still kind of watching Van Vliet and uh, guys like Powell um, to see if maybe they can have some value. I don't know. What do you think, Neil? Yeah, Toronto only has one game left. Um, they're locked into their seed of the two seed, so there's no reason for them to play. I would expect all their starters to sit. They might not even give that many minutes to Powell and Van Fleet. Um, mm. I was going to say they could go bananas. They're playing Minnesota, so Minnesota's just fallen off a cliff defensively since losing Covington. So I would say uh, if you see Van Fleet starting and you see Powell starting, you get any information ahead of time and you can pick them up, I think those two guys could have a field day. Against Minnesota, um, I'm not going to trust their stars. I can't imagine why they would play Kawhi and Lowry in that game. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely check your lineup. I think Powell, like I said, Powell and Van Fleet could be guys to target. Okay. Um, on to the next game. I've got San Antonio versus Cleveland. San Antonio wins here 112 to 90. They are in the playoffs. Um, Unfortunately, it looks like they may have to play the Warriors like they did last year, and that is going to be a tough task. Tonight, Aldridge did his thing. 18 points, 13 rebounds, a steal. Portal. What about this guy, Adrian? 8 points, 10 rebounds, 4 or 5 shooting, 2 steals, 2 blocks. Solid night. Uh, I think it's – I would not count on it. There's not much left. Uh, Bryn Forbes, 
We've talked about how he's a decent point guard. You can trust him for low-end stats. Um, so if you want to be safe with someone, I think you can trust him the last game. Um, Derek White, I still like him, even though he's been struggling as of late. Um, down the stretch, I think I think they're going to rest Rudy Gay. I don't think they're going to push him too hard. They want him to at least try to win a couple games in the playoff series. Um, I imagine Aldridge and DeRozan, the same story. I think Forbes will get a decent run. I think Pirtle will, too. I think those are the two guys to target here in their last um, couple. I think they have two games left. I could be wrong, though. Um, let me just pull up the schedule really quickly. Um, no, they only have one game left, which is Wednesday at Dallas. So, yeah, or versus Dallas. So, yeah, look for Pirtle and Forbes to have, I think, decent games. What are your thoughts on the first? Um, yeah, I think if you want to take a shot on Pearl, like, I like how you said, you know, it kind of feels like it's too late, but I, you know, in this final game, like if you just need to plug in a big man to, you know, to hit your game limit, I think that he would be a good, a fine stream on the final day of the season. Um, Derek White, ah, man, this guy, I thought when he would come back, he would just be a, a really uh, high performance, like volume, like fantasy guy. And it just, he just hasn't happened, man. He's been really struggling. So, um, and uh, Forbes is okay if you want to take a shot on, but he's, he's also really inconsistent. So I don't know, man, the Spurs are really tough, very tough. Okay. I'm going to jump over uh, to Cleveland and, Sexton has been really good. I want to say ever since the All-Star break, he's been pretty solid. Scoring-wise, um, he looks really good. 16 points tonight, a steal, four assists, two threes. Seti Osman, man, this is a really interesting guy. 12 points, two steals, four rebounds. Uh, Neil, I was mega high on this guy coming into the season, so he kind of let me down with his inconsistency, and I don't even know what to think of him for next year. And, you know, likely to or really want to see what happens with Cleveland in the draft. Like, do they land... The number, like if they get the number one pick in Zion, that could really affect some of the value of some of these guys. Um, Larry Nance, you know, I wish this guy was as good as he's been lately since the start of the season. 11 points, 10 rebounds, five assists, four steals, added a three, shot four of eight from the field. Uh, I'll watch him see kind of how he looks going in the next season. Might be worth uh, a draft, like, might be worth drafting at the very end of your draft, maybe? I don't know. Um, there's still so much that needs to happen, so I, I guess I shouldn't really focus on next year yet. But anyways, um, let's see, what else? Cl you know, Clarkson was awful tonight. In 25 minutes, he shot one of eight, but he's been pretty solid as far as, like, a late-round value guy who's coming off of the bench for his team. He's been pretty solid. Uh, so I think this one's kind of a fluke. Uh, Neil, what do you think of the Cavs? Yeah, they got one game left. Um, Nance has probably picked up already, but I would definitely roll him out there if he's available. And I think Clarkson, like I think, had a really bad night tonight. I think he's going to bounce back and have a decent last game. So um, more of a points league guy, you know, does a lot of scoring, maybe a few assists here and there. Obviously, he could have a terrible shooting night again, so you got to play the percentages. But I think he could have one of his decent nights to finish, to finish the season. So those are the only two guys I'm kind of looking at if I were streaming um, uh, on Cleveland. It's really interesting. Kevin Love came off the bench and played 13 minutes. It seems so bizarre. Um, 
I don't I don't think he'll play much in the final game. Um, all right, next game I've got here: OKC one thirty two, Minnesota one twenty six. The Thunder, Russell Westbrook triple doubles twenty seven. He, he's averaged a triple double later into the season, third time in a row. Twenty seven wow. points, ten rebounds, fifteen assists, ten of twenty two shooting, two threes, and a steal. Five of seven from the line to decent there. Ferguson, not much as usual. Stephen Adams fouls out um, after 27 minutes. Kind of a weak line tonight. Paul George, he's been, speaking of fantasy all-stars, he, he's right up there with them. Uh, Jeremy Grant, solid night. Let's see. OKC, I believe they're still fighting for positioning. Um, so I don't think they're going to give up just yet. They are currently tied with both San Antonio and the Clippers, who are on their way to lose tonight. So I think... I think Oklahoma City is going to try to win. They've got two games left against Houston and Milwaukee. Um, I think their guys are kind of safe. Uh, it's kind of weird to say, but I think so. Unless after next game they're locked into a position, I would uh, I would trust their starters. So no really changes for me on them. Um, what are your thoughts on the Thunder? I agree with you, man. I, I think they're still going to play their guys. And, you know, another interesting thing is I think that the NBA gives the guys a short little break before playoffs start, meaning let's say the last day is Wednesday. I think playoffs don't start till that weekend. So, you know, guys do have a few nights off to get some rest. So I think the Thunder with this last game, if it means something, like if it means the difference between losing a spot um, and or or keeping their seed i think they're gonna we're gonna see these guys play and uh neil as you mentioned westbrook um triple double fantastic and paul george has been fantastic uh grant has been a pleasant surprise this year i think maybe he improved his draft stock going into next year um steven adams is usually rock solid so you know what neil we often talk about teams that are fantasy wastelands like okc is like the opposite of that right like they're kind of similar to the bucks where they got like four or five guys that can give you some fantasy value so I love that, man. I love teams like that. So great stuff from the Thunder. I'm going to jump over on Minnesota. You know, we talk about Josh and Koji uh, and how they, just it's not his year this year. The usage is low, but he is a guy for future seasons I do like. And I think it's really encouraging that he's already starting getting 36 minutes. I mean, we know the Timberwolves, they shut down Rose, Teague, um, Covington is done, so which is why Okoji's getting the start. But I still think it's encouraging that this guy is getting some valuable development minutes because I do think he's going to be a really solid NBA player. Um, Neil, I, I picked up Jones. As soon as I found out that Rose and Teague went down, I picked up Jones in like three leagues, and um, he's been pretty good, especially if you need assists, which I do in those leagues. He had 13 assists tonight in 10 points, so pretty good from him. Wiggins always does his thing man 24 points and um two steals four assists five boards carl anthony towns man it's kind of a shame that this guy's not in the mix as like a fantasy mvp with um <laughs> with harden and Giannis and paul george because towns has been really solid man um dario Saric, i this is a guy i'm gonna watch for next year neil kind of want to get your thoughts on him i mean i guess if covington's healthy and whatnot, maybe Sarek. He's someone like at the end of my drafts, I might take a shot on next year just to see if he finally puts it 
together. Neil, what do you think of the Wolves? Yeah, they're interesting. Um, clearly, they're out of it, but Towns is still playing. I think I mentioned, or we talked about last time, if he gets All-NBA, one of the three teams, he gets a bonus. So I think he's going to want to play. Um, so I think he, he's kind of safe, though. Like you said, Tyus Jones has been phenomenal in absence of um, Jeff Teague, in replacement of Jeff Teague. And then uh, Wiggins, I think, you can trust. Sarich, um, for this season, I think he's okay. To throw out there next season, yeah, I think Covington's going to take over. I don't think sorry she's going to see that much time next year. I also want to see how the roster goes out. There might be some major changes. Uh, Koji not trusting. So uh, just Jones, Towns, and Wiggins for me. So really no one off the bench. Um, I thought Jang could get in there. I thought Gorgie could have a uh, renaissance, but I think Towns just wants to play all the games. So it kind of blocks him out. Um, next game I've got is Charlotte against Detroit. Charlotte, um, let's see, they win here, 104-91 on the road. Nice win for them. Um, Kemba Walker, he's kind of their alpha and their beta and their omega and everything else. Uh, does it all here, 31 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists, uh, 3 three-pointers and a steal. Dwayne Bacon, some points but not much else. Um, someone I had targeted once but have since moved on from. Biombo, likewise, in terms of moving on from. Batum, it's unfortunate he comes back and can't really produce. Uh, I would stay away from him for the last couple games. Same with Bridges. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, different. I would I would target Bridges and Lamb. We're, I think we've talked about this before. Those are only two guys I'm looking at that aren't already owned. Um, not named Kemba Walker. And then I guess I'm. I don't know. I thought I thought Hernan Gomez might get a get a start in here and be worth playing, but I don't know what Charlotte's going to do. They're still kind of fighting, so. Um, they got two games left at Cleveland. I assume they might win that one, and then that last game might matter for playoffs. So I think guys like Hernan Gomez may not get a shot. Um, what are your thoughts on the Hornets? Uh, I like you, Neil. I don't know what this Charlotte Hornets <laughs> team to do, man. I mean, we, uh, you know, I, I, we know the Hornets are out of it, and I kind of like that they're playing. Um, Bacon, but I, I kind of wish they would really just let the youngsters go like Monk. And um, I mean, we are seeing Bridges as well. So I I think, you know, they know they're done. They're just uh, letting Kimball Walker get his uh, get his and then playing the youngsters. But for fantasy, man, really tough to count on any of these guys other than Kimball Walker, of course. Oh, and Jeremy Lamb. I think, uh, you know, Jeremy Lamb, 17 points tonight in a nice line. I think he, like him and Walker, really the only two guys I trust. All right. I'm going to jump over to Detroit. Andre Drummond with a big double-double tonight. 15 points, 23 rebounds. He also added three blocks, shot 6-12 from the field, 3-4 from the line. Blake Griffin with a good game, 16 points, 4 assists, 4 rebounds, 2 threes. He actually left this game uh, with a leg injury, but came back, so no worries there. Uh, Neil, I don't have the seedings open, but I'm kind of curious where Detroit is. Do you think that they'll play, you know, Drummond, Blake Griffin, um, just Jackson, some of their veteran guys here in the final game, or are they kind of locked in on their seeding? No, they're in the eighth spot, and they're still trying to hang on. They're the one team. That's the one spot still open. They got Memphis and New York. So they got very winnable games. They win them both. They're in. So and I think tonight's loss hurt them. So I think they have to put these guys are going to be safe in the last two games. 
Very interesting. Very interesting. So hey, there. Neil just uh, Neil just uh, uh, confirmed it. Keep uh, Drummond, Griffin. Keep them locked in your lineup for the final game of the season. Interesting stuff there. Um, let's see. And that's all I got for Detroit. Um, yeah, that's all I got for Detroit. Anything else you think is worth adding on them? Um, yeah, like it's like uh, they're not going to rest. Ellington, I think, if you need three and D stats. Yeah. Good call. I think, I think he's, he's safe. He's been, he's been really good lately. Yeah. So yeah. really just Drummond, Bra- uh, Blake, of course, and then Ellington. Um, Reggie Jackson, I think I'd rather actually have DJ Augustine. But anyway, if he's out, he, he could be very low-end point guard usage. Um, but that's it for me on Detroit. Um, I'm going to hop over the next game, Brooklyn, Indiana. Brooklyn wins 108-96. Nice win for Brooklyn here. Um, let's see. Uh, Jared Allen, 12 points, 8 rebounds, a block, and a steal. Adrian, does that help you at all? Probably not. It's too little too late, right? <laughs> for Allen. Yeah. A nice 6-10 shooting, though. D'Angelo Russell. 20 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists. This guy, speaking of fantasy MVPs, if you've had him this year, he really helped your team. Um, Levert had a nice night off the bench. Joe Harris. I'm curious to see where Joe Harris goes next year because I think his game's just getting better. He's a great three-point shooter. Knocked down four tonight, had a steal, 19 points. We'll see if he adds some more dimensions to his game. But just with this, I think he's worth He's going to be – uh, somewhere inside the top 100, and uh, we'll see how high he climbs next season. Um, I think I'm looking at their uh, seedings really quickly right now. It looks like Brooklyn is tied for Orlando for the – well, they're in six, but they have the same record with Orlando if they have a tiebreaker. I am not sure they care if they fall because they're in the playoffs, so I don't know what they're going to do. So I would kind of stay away from Brooklyn right now. Um I mean, if you have them, I'd play their studs, but don't don't just assume. They may just spread it out. They're very deep. They may play a lot of like guys 20 to 24 minutes, so it may be hard to get a lot of stats instead of accumulation. Uh, what are your thoughts on Indiana? I'm sorry, on Brooklyn. That's a great take, man. Uh, I think, you know, if uh, we could see Brooklyn, like let's say the game kind of gets out of hand or something, we could see them rest their main guys. So, uh, I, you know, I would still like, if I had D'Angelo Russell or Jared Allen in my Roto leagues and on going to the final day, I'm still playing them, but definitely a little cautious with them. And, uh, love your question on Joe Harris, man. This is a guy, uh, I don't think anybody drafted him coming into this, uh, coming into draft day because, you know, we thought it was, I thought it was going to be Hollis Jefferson. Uh, and so, uh, he's the guy who's definitely improved his draft stock, and we know the guy can shoot, right? Three point, he won the three point contest this year. Four threes here tonight um, has been really good. The coach loves him. I think the coach considers him a starting a piece of their rotation. So I, I, I would target Joe Harris uh, in the second half of your drafts next year for sure. Um, Jared Allen, Neil, this guy lost some um, value for me only because my expectations were sky high on this guy. I thought he was going to finish as like a top 30 type player, but he's just not like the alpha on this team. So um, that's just, there's so many centers that I think you'll draft ahead of him on draft day because they're like the number one option on their teams where Jared Allen's just not. 
Um, great game from him today, though. Uh, let's see. And then uh, that's about it. Oh, I really hope we see... Actually, Karis LeVert balled out in this one. He had 18 points in a full line. So I'm... Neil, are you... Would you target Karis LeVert pretty high next year? I mean, we saw before he got hurt, he was a monster. Would you, do you think he'll be... Um, that great again going into next year? What do you think of Levert? Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. I'll have to see how the rotation plays out. Um, but I certainly think he's going to get high 20 minutes at the very least and maybe into the 30s. So I think he's someone who's going to be on my radar. I don't know if I'll be as high as everyone else because he had that big buzz and he's kind of tapered locker and people might think he's a good bounce back candidate based on, you know, kind of limping into the um, end of the season. Um, I didn't even say that that way because I don't want to send his injury. But anyway, um, and, and, and uh, but I think I'm going to probably pass on him. I think he's going to be overvalued for me. But I, he'll be on my radar for sure. Uh, Alan, yeah. though, is someone, so Alan is someone I might target on next year. Because a lot of people like you are going to stay away. And if I'm in a league with you, I know that. So I might be able to scoop him up later. Anyway, he's, he's, he's the one guy I'm kind of ta uh, targeting him. Yeah, that's a great take, man. I like, uh, like you know, it's really smart uh, to – if you can't get value for Levert, like if he's going as high as you think like his roof is, it's probably smart to stay away from him. And uh, love your take on Allen too, Matt. I think there are going to be a lot of people that just don't consider Allen a top-tier center anymore like we did going into the season. So if you can get a good value on him, and if he balls out next year, I mean, you're just killing, you're just killing it. So that's a great take, man. All right, I'm going to jump over on the Indiana side of this game. Uh, Bogdanovich, man, this is a guy who, again, another guy we can throw in that category of improving his fantasy sock. I think his role on this team is pretty safe. I think Indiana loves him. Indiana, I don't think they're a rebuilding team. They're a team that's going to go for it every year. I think Bogdanovich feels pretty safe. I mean, um, and if... if he scores, gets you threes. What a solid year he's had. I mean, if I had to make a team like a pleasant surprise team, he would be on there. He's been great. Um, Young, 16 points, four assists, two rebounds. He's, he, I feel like, you know, every year, Neil, I kind of doubt him. I think, oh, this is the year he's going to fall off. And uh, the Pacers have some young studs in their front court who are coming up like Sabonis and Miles Turner. So every year I kind of shy away from Thad Young. And, he, and, like, he just plays good, gets solid value, and produces. So um, I'm, I'm not going to doubt the guy anymore. <laughs> West. West Matthews, a guy, though, that I'll probably shy away from getting older. Uh, today, only three points in 25 minutes. Darren Collison, too, another guy. Um, yeah, actually, Darren Collison, if the Pacers don't do anything, because I think Victor Oladipo is not going to be 100% next year. So I, I would be okay with drafting Darren Collison. Miles Turner has been rock solid. He actually left this game um, and with a knock, so keep an eye on that situation. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure on the Pacers' standings, but if they aren't going to move, I would I would think that Miles Turner is not going to play. And with him being out, it's a bonus. And he got some extra run in this one, 31 minutes, put up a double-double, 17 points, 12 rebounds, 3 assists. I've had him locked and loaded on a couple of my fantasy teams, and I've been very happy with his production. Um, not much else. The bench is uh, really not not much to talk about off of the uh, Pacers bench. What do you think of the Pacers, Neil? 
Yeah, I think they are locked into the four. They have one game left. They're one game behind Boston. I think Boston is a tiebreaker, so I don't think they can they can move up. Um, I should say for the five seed. Um, so, yeah, I don't think Turner's going to play. Sabonis, obviously, is going to get more run. Um, but they might rest them, too. Kyle Quinn maybe gets a little bit of run, but that's a huge risk to take. But if he got, like, 25 minutes, he could go nuts. Um Let's see. Collison, I'm not trusting in that last game. Matthews. Even, I don't know who to trust. I mean, the only one I think that could go crazy is O'Quinn. And then maybe our guy, your guy, who you pointed out to me, Aaron Holiday. Played 23 mm-hmm. minutes a night. If he got like 30 minutes in that last game, I think he'd have a really nice one. Um, those are two guys I would. Actually, Kyle O'Quinn only had three minutes a night. So scratch him off the list. Let's go with Aaron Holiday. This is my. This is my as my one guy who could break out for the very last game. Um, that's all I'm going to throw my chips on. Um, what are your thoughts on that before I move on next game? Yeah, I think that's a great take, man. Okay. I think that's that's a really good take. All right, Dallas, uh, 120. Uh, looks like uh, they went to overtime. I think both these teams wanted to lose. Uh, Dallas, 129. Memphis, 127. Luka Doncic did not play. Uh, Justin Jackson, we talked about him. They only played on 19 minutes tonight. He slipped up 16 points. So you can't really trust him if you're going to get 19 minutes. Um, Nowitzki, 12 minutes. Dwight Powell, only 21. Um, Brunson, 24. But he had a monster game here. 12 points, 10 assists, 4 4 from the line, and a steal. Uh, for some reason, they ran Dorian Finney-Smith out there, 40 minutes. Uh, Sally or Salah Mejuri got 32 minutes. Um, Trey Burke, someone we talked about when Luke is out, is, is viable. I, I would, he's the one guy I'm going to trust for their um, final games of the year. So it's really just Trey Burke. No one else here I'm trusting, um, despite some great nights from other guys tonight. Uh, maybe Finney Smith, but I think Burke has higher upside than Finney Smith. I think those two guys are going to get a lot of run the last. Is it last game or last two? I'm so sorry. I'm like having pulled those up for the last minute. Um, Dallas has two more games left. So what are your thoughts? What do you think of those two guys or anyone else on Dallas? This was a really interesting game, Neil. Like you said, I think they were trying to lose. It's just really strange. Their starters got minutes in like the high teens, low 20s, and their bench got minutes in like the 30s. I mean, Finney Smith playing 40 minutes. And so either A, their bench was balling out and uh, Carlisle decided to stick with the bench, or he went with the bench to try to lose this game, which did not work out in his favor. So really interesting. But because of that, man, really tough to take anything away from it. Because I think most of the time we will see Brunson and Powell get close to 30 minutes a game. So um, love uh, love your take. Love the guys. Uh, Burke, he, I mean, this isn't the first game. Good game. He's put up. Uh, Neil, you know, I'm... If this is coming out of my mouth, you know it might. It's likely to be true because you know I don't want to see Luka Doncic. <laughs> I don't. I don't think we're gonna probably see Luka Doncic uh, in the last game or two. At, at least one more game. I think he'll miss. If he's all knocked up, why even play him? We know the Mavericks want to lose. Um, Although, you know, I do have to say, I, I believe the Mavericks don't have their draft pick. I believe it goes to Atlanta as part of that uh, Trey Young deal. I could be wrong, but I know Atlanta 
is projected to have two top 10 picks. So I think one of those picks is the Dallas Mavericks pick. So, hey, maybe Dallas is not so motivated to uh, tank after all. But anyways, I'm going to jump over the Memphis Grizzlies. Neil, I think they are motivated to tank. Uh, Neil, a guy... If he's still sitting, I think he's probably been picked up everywhere, probably on every roster. DeLon Wright triple-doubled tonight, 20 points, 12 assists, 13 rebounds. Double-check your league. See if, if he's sitting there. Go grab him for their final game or two for the year. Um, Holiday, 30 points in a nice line. But, Neil, I know you're going to agree with me when I say uh, if you're playing this guy, you're probably rolling the dice because he could easily put up a bad game. Uh, I I liked the idea of picking up Ivan Rab when we knew that JJJ was done. Valence Yunus got shut down as well. I thought it was a fine idea to pick up Ivan Rab. He had 14 points and a nice line here tonight. Um, other than that, man, Neil, I dropped Kabokolo because he's been bad. And what did he do tonight? 13 points, 17 rebounds, 4 assists. I'm okay if you want to pick up Kabokolo. He's a guy who's had good games the past few weeks as well. With the Grizzlies tanking, with them having nothing to play for, with all of their injuries, he's another guy along with Rab who could get minutes. Dorsey as well, 15 points. So, Neil, a lot of guys you can kind of roll the dice on the final game of the year if you wanted to. What did you? Th what do you think of the Grizzlies? Yeah, they're definitely trying to lose. Um, uh, Kaboklo, yeah, he's someone who is kind of hit or miss. Next game's at Detroit. I think, like you said, Detroit's going to try, so he's going against Drummond. That could be a miss. Um, more likely than a hit. We'll see, though. He's got um, – he's showing, he's showing signs of talent. And then the last game is against Golden State, which I think they'll be resting all their starters, and they're usually not good against center. So he could be fine against Golden State, actually. Um, but be careful against Detroit. Um but like you said, if he's still out there, DeLon Wright completely could be owned everywhere um, for his last couple games. Um, Brab, let's see, he only got 26 minutes tonight, so I'm not sure why they held him out. Maybe they're just don't want to overplay him. Um, only had two fouls. I would stay away from Holiday. I don't trust him. Dorsey's okay, but I, I don't. Um, let's see, he's, he had a decent line, but. Uh, you know, 61% from the free throw line, 42% from the field. His percentage is not great. So I would probably look elsewhere if you need those, those categories. But uh, like you said, DeLon Wright by far is their number one asset. And then the Bogle, I think, is second in my pecking order. Um, all right, uh, next game I've got here. Adrian, I think we have more games. Uh, Atlanta 107, Milwaukee 115. Atlanta, they lose to the Bucks. Who knew? That's... Uh, <laughs> Oh, so Young did not play. What is going on, Adrian? Um, ah. Interesting. I did not see an injury news. I did not actually not check the injury news, so I apologize. But you know who did play? Alex Len. We talked about him being okay, even aside alongside Collins. Collins did not play either tonight. So Alex Len went bananas. 33 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. He even took um, – he did go 1 of 7 from the free throw line, so crush you there. He took 12 three-pointers, Adrian, made 6 of them. Two blocks. That is nuts. Torian Prince. Everyone else. No one else really had a great line here besides him. I think you can stream him and, and trust him. I think you can stream Bembry and trust him um, for decent uh, across the board stats. You know, he's kind of like that Kyle Anderson type player. Kind of gets everything, but nothing great. 
Um, and then that's it. I thought Trey Young would play down the stretch, but he rested tonight. So um, you might have to go elsewhere and uh, to mm. get those uh, stats made up. I'm really just trusting Prince. I'm sorry, um, Bembry, Len, and Prince down the stretch. And then maybe maybe Herder, but he's kind of been he's kind of been um, off the last few weeks. So, yeah, yeah. I, he's gonna have a good next season, but this year he's kind of done. All right, what are your thoughts on Atlanta? Man, talk about tanking. Uh, Trey Young out with rest. You know, Neil John Collins rested as well. So they took their two stud uh, young guys and said, uh, "Sit down, young fellas. We want to lose this one." So um, yeah, I mean. Are, are we going to see this again for their final game or two of the season? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I love the guys that you mentioned, though, uh, with uh, Deadman being done. I think Alex Len is a rock-solid play. And um, I, I like these other guys you mentioned as well as uh, – I would definitely take a shot on, uh, you know, like Ben Bree or Baysmore or uh, Herder or Prince as well. So anyways, uh, I'm going to jump over to the Milwaukee side and um, not a lot of surprises here. Um, you know, Giannis, 30 points, nine rebounds, a full line. Bledsoe, uh, just a little disappointing, only eight points on 410 shooting, but you got to keep him locked and loaded. Um Lopez has been good. You know, I think with this game kind of being, um, I mean, the final score was close, but I think, you know, this game, I don't think Milwaukee was worried about this game, which is why we probably saw um, Lopez and Bledsoe get in 24 minutes. Fouls may have been a factor as well. Uh, Lopez had three fouls in this one. But anyways, Middleton, rock solid, 21 points and a full line. Um, off the bench, Neil, we talked about Connaughton. He actually had a nice game over the weekend. So if you want to stream Connaughton, let's say Milwaukee decides to rest uh, some of their studs. I do believe they got the number one seed in the East locked up. So it's definitely possible we see some of these starters rest. Uh, I think Connaughton could be a f good last game of the year, or last game of the season guy to have in your lineup. Um other than that, not much else I can see. Neil, what do you think of the Bucks? Yeah, the Bucks are they've been locked in with the one seed for a couple games now. So I'm surprised um, their starters played this many minutes. Maybe they just wanted to get the 60 wins um, before they rest in their final game at Oklahoma City, I believe. Um, yeah, I think Content will have a decent uh, night in terms of minutes for that game. I actually think um, um, this guy, Sterling Brown. Um, might be okay, DJ Wilson. Those three guys, I think if you want to take a flyer, will probably be to get the bulk of the usage um, on Wednesday. So I imagine Giannis, Bledsoe, Lopez, and Middleton will all fit. Oh, George Hill, we talked about him. So he's another mm -hmm. one. So look at the starting lineup for Milwaukee. If Hill's there, Wilson's there, Brown, and um, Connaughton. We know it's going to be an up-paced game against the OKC. We know there'll be a lot of stats, so... Uh, you might be able to find some gold between those guys or among those guys. All right, Adrian, I feel like the games keep ending, so the list just keeps getting longer. Anyway, <laughs> we've got uh, Phoenix against Houston. Phoenix 113, Houston 149. Is it going to be James Harden? Do you think he has a shot for the MVP? I just don't see it happening, although he had a monster game tonight. Um, I'm going to jump on the Phoenix side, though. This is kind of a train wreck. Um Dragon Bender gets a start, has a decent game. Mikhail Bridges um, has a nice game here. 
Ryan Spalding. I don't know if you even. Oh, I'm sorry, Ray Spalding. I don't know why I said Ryan. Um, didn't get his <laughs> name right. Akobo starts. Uh, Josh Jackson. I think of all these players, I would take Josh Jackson uh, for the final stretch. Um, I don't. I mean, maybe Mikel Bridges. You got 42 minutes tonight. I guess they're going to let him just run out there and play. Um, I'm not really trusting Akobo or Bender or Spalding. So it's going to be Jackson and, and uh, Bridges. And I guess um, Booker's done. Um, mm. Yeah. Holmes didn't play. So Oubre didn't play. So I guess, I don't know why. Do they even need to tank anymore? I think they may have the worst record in the league. Um, mm. They are at 19 and 62. The bottom three all have the same odds. So, yeah, they don't really care anymore. But I guess um, I'm, I guess Booker may not play anymore. So rambling, but I just have the three guys that I would roll out there. Phoenix, anyone you um, would take a chance on? I love your take on Josh Jackson. Go grab him. Booker is done. We're not going to see Booker. Kelly Oubre Jr., done. I don't think we're going to see DeAndre Ayton as well. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, go get Josh Jackson, man. I, I actually picked him up, Neil, in my home league when um, when when Aiton was missing games, and it didn't look like Aiton was going to play anymore. Somehow, you know, it boosted Josh Jackson. He had a game last week where he had like five blocks. I picked him up that night, and then Booker went down the next game, and then now it looks like we're not going to see Booker, which just helps Josh Jackson even more. If he's still floating around, I would go snatch him up because I think he's he's been really good lately, Neil, with all of these guys hurt. So he's the guy you want. Bridges as well. Um, you know, he's been starting for some time, but his biggest problem has been usage. But with all of these starting studs out, Mikel Bridges is now getting usage. He took 13 shots here in this game. So make sure he's locked and loaded. Um, all right, that's all I got on Phoenix. I'm going to jump over on Houston. And uh, I think if I had to put my money, I'm voting Giannis for MVP. I think Giannis is going to win MVP. But if Harden wins, I can understand that too, man. What an outstanding season he's had. The Rockets have been pretty successful in the Western Conference. You know, they were missing Chris Paul for a good chunk of the year. James Harden took that uh, took that burden of uh, and still won. Like, a lot of people thought the Rockets were going to fall off. They got rid of Trevor Ariza. Uh, but they're still right there, man. And James Harden, scoring-wise... Man, Neil, that run he did of all those 30-point ga- 30 consecutive games was ridiculous. So I understand. But for me, Neil, it's Giannis. Two-way player, just as good on defense as he is on offense. The the Bucks' number one team in the NBA, have the best record in the NBA. Giannis is the guy. But anyways, fantasy-wise, though, Harden, I think, will finish as the number one player for fantasy. 30 points here tonight. Flirting with the triple-double, nine assists, 13 rebounds, five threes. What a great game. What a great season. What a great player, James Harden. Um, Chris Paul was disappointing, six points. But you know what? I'm going to change that. Even though the score wasn't there, how is this? Five steals, nine assists, three rebounds, two threes. So still contributing in other factors, even though he wasn't scoring the ball. Clint Capella, man, as solid as they come for center, does exactly what you want to do, what you want your center to do, which is give you 
points, 22 tonight. Rebounds, 13 tonight. Blocks, only one, but he's usually pretty good there. Also gave you a steal, four assists. Shot 8 of 10 from the line, so love that he didn't hurt me there tonight. 7 of 9 from the field, helping you with your field goal percentage. What a great uh, season it's been for Clint Capella. Gordon was good tonight, 26 points, but hard to trust him night to night. Tucker, of course, we don't trust, although the usage was there tonight. 12 shots. 12 points. Uh, Neil, what do you think of the Rockets? Some bench guys maybe you want to roll the dice on in the final game with like Rivers or House. We've seen, we've seen them have value in games um, previously, so maybe roll the dice on them. What do you think of the Rockets, Neil? Yeah, the Rockets have one game left at OKC. I think they're fighting the Nuggets for the two seed. Um, I think the Nuggets... Uh, if I'm correct, ended up losing tonight. So I think they might be tied up. Um, so I think Houston, I think Houston's going to try in their last game. So I think Harden doesn't want to rest. So I think he's going to be out there. So if you own him, congratulations. You get him for the last game of the season. Capella may play. Paul will probably play 20-some minutes. Um, it's hard to say. We talked about how – I talked about House earlier um, a few weeks ago, how I kind of liked him. Um, but now coming off the bench, I, I just don't know what they're going to do in the last game. Are they going to push? How hard are they going to push for that? Um, so I really don't trust anyone, Adrian, outside the big three. Um, I mean, Eric Gordon shot really well tonight, 8 out of 13 from three-point land. He could go 2 of 13 next game. So didn't really do anything else. He had one rebound, no assists, um, no blocks, a single steal. So, yeah, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to just throw out their, uh, their second unit. Um so I'm kind of staying away from Houston, Houston bench. All right, Orlando, we we uh, move, march on. Orlando 116, Boston 108. Orlando with a nice win here. Jonathan Isaac though very quiet, didn't do much. Six points, three rebounds, a steal, a block. Aaron Gordon, kind of a just an okay game. 14.7 rebounds. Uh, did have two blocks and a steal, um, and did go two for two from the line. Vucevic has been. The stalwart, another double double. It's like every game, every a double double. Vucevic, twenty-five points, twelve rebounds, twelve with twenty-two shooting, a steal, two blocks. He's been so solid. Augustine, been playing very well as, as a late. Uh, Thirteen assists tonight, eleven points, uh, two great categories he can provide for you. A steal and a three. Fournier, uh, twenty-four points on eight of sixteen shooting. Terrence Ross, he knocked down his shots tonight, five three pointers, twenty-six points. You can kind of roll with him for that. Also at 9-9 from the line, so it really helped the scoring there. Uh, not much else. I don't know what they're going to do, Charlotte. I mean, excuse me, Charlotte. Also, Charlotte and Orlando confused for some reason. Anyway, uh, Orlando currently sitting, I believe, outside looking in. And um, I don't know if they, did they have a shot. I'm sorry. I should pay attention more. Um, they... They are in. I'm sorry. They're in 41 and 40. So we'll see if they want to fight for positioning. Um, I don't know what they're going to do in their, in their last game. So you have any thoughts on Orlando? I think Orlando's going to um, – I think they're going to play their guys, man. I think uh, – wait, they for sure have that last yeah, – they're, they're, they're in seventh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. I think uh, – I think I still see them playing their guys. Maybe, if anything, they have an early night where 
um, they go to the bench a little earlier than usual. You know, uh, the guy's getting some big minutes, man. Aaron Gordon getting 41 tonight. So um, no need for that since you, you locked it up. Oh, I do want to mention Jonathan Isaac. I believe he left this game with some kind of a jaw injury. So I believe that's why he only got 22 minutes tonight and put in like a real low-end line. Um, another guy, Neil, that's going to be a big topic in the off season, a guy like, you know, where, where do we, what do we do with this guy next season? That's, that's going to be an interesting conversation. All right. I'm going to jump in on the Boston side of this game, Neil and, uh, Boston. Um, what are they going to do, man? Do you, I mean, we've already seen them rest guys, right? So if, uh, looks like they're locked into that fourth seed, are they? I mean, Indiana's only a game back, so maybe not, man. Maybe, but also, yeah, I mean, yeah, do they want home court advantage over, uh, they would also play Indiana in the first round of the playoffs. So they definitely can't catch Philly, who's ahead of them. But I don't think they want, Neil, I don't think they're going to rest anyone, man. I just, just right now, I talked myself into <laughs> not going to rest anyone. Because if they lost this, if they lost, uh, at the end, if Indiana overtakes them, they lose home court advantage. So I'm going to say they are going to play their starters here the rest of the way. So let's take a look. Kyrie Irving, we know, finishing, he's, you know, I looked at the player Raider the other day. He's going to finish as a first-round value. So um, I'm still pretty mad, Neil, at that guy that, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's how... That's uh, you know, it, it, that's how I am, man. I don't get over stuff easily. And as soon as I saw it was a first round value, oh, which by the way, Neil, that team that got him, they won our league, sure. Neil. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I so, would be very surprised they did not win your league. <laughs> yeah, top yeah. I I am going to give that guy all summer long, man. I'm going to harass that guy. Anyways, Al Horford. 18 points. You know, you know, I stayed away from Al. Yeah, I stayed away from most of the Celtics, but especially Al Horford, because uh, I really thought he was going to take a step back. I was wrong on Al Horf Horford. He's been really solid. We talk constantly about how deep this Celtics team is and how there's so many mouths to feed. But I feel like at the end of the day, man, Al Horford going to finish as a solid fantasy guy. Um, uh, let's see. What else? Smart, not that great. Tatum. Okay, uh, he had to have gotten hurt six minutes and was done. Zero points. So something definitely happened to Tatum. Take a look. Uh, maybe he misses his final game. With him out, Hayward got a boost. He got 38 minutes, 16 points in a full line. Morris got 30 minutes, 13 points, 8 rebounds, and a nice line with him added to threes. Uh, Terry Rozier might be a guy that could be worth gambling on. Uh, for the last game of the year. Neil, what do you think of the Boston Celtics? Uh, yeah, Tatum did suffer a, uh, a leg confusion, so I don't think he'll play next game. Um, and then we'll see what they do. But I think Hayward's safe. Um, we have to really check that starting lineup. I think Smart's going to get a run, but I just don't trust him. He won't take minutes. Uh, Hayward's the only one who might be worth it, and maybe more so they play a lot more minutes. I think they're going to to spread the minutes around the last game. Um, so it may not be anyone getting 35 minutes a game. Um, so maybe you stay away from Boston um, the last game of the season. All right. Um, Washington against New York. The Knicks win 113 to 110. I'm surprised to say that. Washington. Um, 
my God, Bradley Beal really struggled tonight. Five of 17 shooting, just 13 points, three rebounds, and five assists. And the steal, Bobby Portis, double-doubles here, 11 points, 10 rebounds. Troy Brown, he's actually been decent. 13 points, eight rebounds, five assists tonight, six to 12 shooting, a steal, a three. Um, Sadoransky, he's been okay. Seven points, five rebounds, seven assists. Never been a high-end guy. Did have two steals. Zachary gets 24 minutes. This, this team, I think, is just going to be playing everyone in the mid-20s. So if there's anyone, I mean, Beal's obviously taken. Bryant, I think, is safe. He's been playing very well down the stretch. Um, Portis, those three guys. And then maybe take a chance on Troy Brown, um, if anyone. No one else here I'm really looking at. Uh, you have any thoughts on the Wizards? Um, yeah, man, Troy Brown looks really good. I think, uh, I think I would roll with him to end the year. Sadoransky feels safe. Portis, I I think they're all fine to just kind of go. Oh, oh, Thomas Bryant's been playing rock solid. So yeah, I, I love your take. I agree with all those guys. I don't trust the bench guys at all. And man, the Wizards, what a strange season it's been for the Wizards with, um, it's just been so odd, man. Um, to with the Dwight Howard thing, John Wall, it's just, uh, it's been so strange. Okay, um, uh, I'm going to go to the New York Knicks, and Neil, I am going to shoot myself in the foot the next time I talk to you, because I am going to say I'm a little excited right now about Mario Hazonia. Uh Neil, we talked about it last week. We thought that it could just kind of be fluky because Hozonia blew up in that game against the Magic, and you had a really great insight on it being like a revenge game and likely, you know, the coach giving him some extra run so that he can uh, ball out against his old team. But looks like he could be safe in this. Neil, I just caught myself because I said two words, the Knicks, and I said safe. So um, I don't know if you can say those two words together in the same sentence, but if you want to roll the dice on Hazonia, I don't blame you. In fact, I picked him up in my Roto League, my home league. Um, Mitchell Robinson, 11 points, 11 rebounds, and three blocks, man. This guy kind of feels like uh, Clint Capella in the making, and uh, maybe with the potential to do more with blocks and some of the defensive stats here, but... uh, let me see what else. Cornette, I don't trust Cornette. He did have 17 points in a nice line. I picked him up earlier, and then he didn't do anything. And, of course, he plays well in this one. Um, let's see. Dotson felt pretty safe lately. Even though he only got um, eight shots, uh, he only made two of eight for six points. He, his, he's starting every night. He's getting good minutes every night. So he could ball out in the next one. Kevin Knox as well. You know, one thing with Kevin Knox, though, you guys, if you are like – if you are dead tight in a race for field goal percentage in your Roto League, I would maybe not play Kevin Knox on the final day of the year. I mean, he shot 5 of 14 tonight. He could murder you uh, in that category. So um, if you're really watching that closely, maybe not play him the final game. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. played 26 minutes, 15 points. I don't trust him um, only because he's coming off the bench, dealing with still kind of coming back from an injury. And then... Vonley done, Moutier done, Nilakina done, Alonzo Trier is out. So the Knicks, full tank mode. What do you think about them, Neil? Yeah, safe is not the word I'd use for the Knicks as well. <laughs> I, But I, you know, Mitchell Robinson is safe. He's probably the one safe guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I would roll with Hazonia. 
this is like having flashbacks. We talked about him preseason as potential guy to target in our late round in the draft. I was kind of salivating over lines like this back in mid-October. Um, so I guess he's had to wait like seven months, and he finally got there. But um, I think he, I think he's going to be like you said. He's gotten three good games in high minutes. So trust is a raw is not the right may not be the right word, but I think of. If any of them, I'd go with Hazonia and then maybe Knox and Punkley. But you're right, his percentages are bad. I don't trust Cornette either. Um, he's been playing in the high teams up until this game. So it should go back to that pretty quickly. So, yeah, I guess Super Mario, the only one I would, I would take a chance on. All right. Um, next game, the Clippers lose 104 to 131 to Golden State. The Clippers had some guys resting as well. Gallinari sat, Beverly sat. Um, Let's see. I think they were just rest. I could be wrong. Um, anyway, uh, Harold gets to start here. Plays decently. 11 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists. Steal a block. Shai Gilgis. Uh, he's been much better down the stretch tonight. Just okay. 12 points of rebound, just 3 assists. Tough matchup up there in Golden State. Uh, Shemet, um He has a nice game here. 17 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists, 5 of 8 shooting, 5 three-pointers and a block. He's someone who I think is worth streaming down the end. Um, Lou Williams already owned. Wilson Chandler, I, I don't, he had a decent game, but I'm not trusting this. Um, he may continue to play, though, with Gallinari out. I just don't know how many minutes or how his production will be. I would just say the only guy here I think he was available um, who I would consider would be Shamet. Um, I think he might be okay for the last couple games or last game, wherever they are. Uh, do you have any thoughts on the Clippers or Shamet in general? I like that take on Shemet. I think he could definitely be worth a look uh, at the final game. And, you know, the Clippers, they are locked in to a three-way race between the sixth seed, seventh, and eighth seed, all separated between, like, half of a game. So uh, they really can't afford to take it easy here in this final game. I mean, it's the difference between sixth or eighth. So... Um, I don't know, man. I think we're, we're going to see their starters play. And I definitely agree with your take on Shemet. I think he could be worth a look. All right, I'm going to jump in on the Warriors. Uh, the, you know, this is a team, they got the number one seed locked up in the West, right? They can't move. So I think we're going to see... Um, I think we're going to see them rest. I know, you know, we... This is the team. They know what it's all about. Multiple championships. So I think um, they're not going to take any chances if anyone's not 100%. Uh, so uh, I don't know, man. I mean, you're not sitting Durant or any of their studs unless you know for sure they're not going to play. So, of course, you're going to have those guys in your lineup. But let's take a look and see what they did tonight. Clay, 12 points. Um, you know, he does his thing. Uh, Curry, 27 points, forces six rebounds, three threes. He's great. Dre, uh, Draymond Green, 10 points, five steals, nine assists, 10 rebounds. He's great. Durant doing his 16 points to steal a block, seven assists. I mean, what can you say about these guys? You know, Boogie Cousins, it's not, they're starting five is not fair, man. It is ridiculous. Um, Cousins, 12 points, two steals, four assists, nine rebounds, two threes on four fifteen shooting. I don't know, man, Neil. I'm really curious to see what happens here at the end of the season with the Warriors. Do they rest their studs? Do they play them? I don't know, man. What do you think about the Warriors? Yeah, I think um, – I don't think they're going to play them. They are locked in the one seed. They have two games left. I think 
I'd imagine maybe they start, but I don't think they're going to play big minutes. Um, they've been usually playing in the high 30s. They need to play tonight. I don't think they care about winning anymore, though. I don't, I don't even know why they play. I guess maybe they needed this last game. But anyway, I would expect them all to rest the last two games. I think Kurz talked about how health is more important anyway. Um, and there's, they're not going to get the overall number one seed. They'll still be behind Milwaukee. So um, I say it's all rest. That's my take. So be, be very careful about those starters if you have them. All right, uh, moving right along. Denver, Portland, Denver 108, Portland 115. Denver's in serious trouble about falling all the way to third now with this loss. Um, Jokic sat out. Um, check and see if he plays next game. If you own him, Millsap sat out. Jamal Murray sat out. Um, and so they didn't really have their full complement of players. Uh, Trey Lyles had a nice game here. 15 points, 9 rebounds, um, 3 three-pointers. Will Barton didn't do much in 23 minutes. Plumlee fouled out. Although, if Jokic sits, I would trust Plumlee. Um, he is decent in high 20 minutes, and he got 32 tonight. Uh, 10, 11, and 6 on 5 of 12, shooting three blocks in the steal. He's usually good for a couple blocks if he gets 30 minutes. Um, Monte Morris, a very quiet game as well. Gary Harris shot better tonight, 8 of 12 from the field. Got his two steals, but not much else. Beasley. Actually, Isaiah Thomas got 24 minutes. This was interesting. Um, Adrian, I don't know what the Nuggets are going to do. I think they're going to try to get the two seed, uh, unless they're going to concede it with resting these guys. Um, you have any thoughts on? I I don't know what they're going to do. I'm a little nervous. You know, I've only been trusting really recently Jokic, Millsap, and Murray, and all those guys sat. So with them mm. sitting, I'm just saying Plumley if he starts again, and then maybe Gary Harris if um all those other guys are sitting. I don't know about Trey Lyles. I don't know about <sighs> Monte Morris. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I'm like you, Neil. I'm shaking my head right now because I, I don't know either, man. It is really with their mix of their stud starters and their mix of like viable, uh, fringy bench guys. It, it is so tough to say who to count on in this final game. I mean, just like you said, are they going for it? Are they not? I would like to think they would try to protect that second seed. I mean, the Rockets only a game behind them right on their heels. I mean, that's like home court advantage, right? In that uh, second or third round of the, uh, of the playoffs. I mean, you kind of want to keep that, right? If you can. So, Part of me wants to say we see their studs uh, play, but just as you said, Neil, I don't think it's a great sign that we're seeing uh, Millsap, Jokic, uh, Murray all sit in this one. I don't know what to think of it, Nuggets, Neil. I'm I'm completely um, I'm completely lost on the Nuggets. It's it is a gamble. If you want to roll the dice, I mean, if we know for sure that these uh, their studs are sitting, if we know for sure. Jokic is sitting, Millsap, Murray. I'm I'm okay with rolling the dice on and Neil, as you said, Plum Lee. I think Lyles is okay. Uh, Morris as well. I think he's usually better than this. So, anyways, that's my take on the Nuggets. I'm gonna look over on the Blazers. Damian Lillard, 30 points, full line. Him doing his thing. Um, Aminu, 23 points, 11 rebounds. He's real off and on, but. 
Um, if you want to roll the dice on him to end the season, that's all good. Cantor, Cantor's been the guy ever since Yusuf Nurkic went down 11 points, 13 rebounds. Um, I think he's the guy you want. Uh, McCollum, it's been kind of, I feel like overall, Neil, I kind of want to get your thought on him. When you look at him overall, even though he's definitely still been worth rostering and he's been good, he just hasn't been the great elite player that we thought he would, or at least that I thought he would. I mean, Neil, I thought he was going to be like a second round type value player, and that that's just not been the case. Uh, Mo Harkless, only four points. I don't trust him. Off the bench, if you need some defensive stats, big stats, Collins is worth a look. Uh, if you need some points, Hood is worth a look, but uh, might just be low end. What do you think of the Portland Trailblazers, Neil? Yeah, first of all, uh, McCollum, good to see him back, but they have um, he has been really down this year. I think he was overdrafted. I think he's in the 50s somewhere. Um, I kind of lost track over the ranking. But... Uh, He's a bounce back candidate for next year, I think. We'll see what Portland does, see if they blow it up or not, see if they stay with those guys. Um, but, yeah, it's been kind of disappointing if you owned them. Hasn't really been scoring what, with what you expected. Um, they still have two games left, um, Portland, and they are um, in the four spot. But Utah's right on their heels as well, so I think they're going to have to win at least one more game to lock that up so you can trust their starters there. Um as far as their other players, um, so McCollum, Lillard, Cantor, I think are all trustworthy and probably already owned. Ninu had a nice game tonight. Um, you may want to roll him out. I'd roll him out over Harkless, but neither of those guys I'm trusting too much. Hood, I thought, was safe when he got to, when he was starting. Now he's out of the starting lineup, so uh, not trusting him or Curry or Turner. Maybe in the last game, those guys get to play if they are locked into their seed, but they still have... Um, I think one more game to go before they do that. So uh, that's all I got on Portland. New Orleans versus Sacramento. The Pelicans with a nice win here, 133 to 129. I guess it's a nice win. Okafor, this is the line where he, we would want from him, 35 minutes. If I knew he was getting 35 minutes, I would start him. This is why. 23 points, 14 rebounds, 3 assists, 10 of 14 shooting, 2 blocks. Um, I'd say he's safe. Uh, Adrian, I want to get your opinion. Christian will get to start alongside of him, has been coming off the bench. 14 points, seven rebounds tonight. Not a bad line, a block and two threes, but nothing like we've seen the last few games. Kenrich Williams, 12, 5, and 5. Solid game from him with two three pointers and two blocks. Ian Clark, uh, he's been playing very well, actually. Recently, a shooting guard, 31 points tonight, four rebounds. Three assists, seven three-pointers, two steals, and two blocks. A monster fantasy line alongside Alfred Payton. Uh, I am going to say Payton's probably already owned everywhere. I think he is probably the safest guy um, on this roster at this point. Um, I guess I between Okafor and Wood, I'm not sure who I'd take. Um, I guess maybe Okafor after tonight. And then I think I would trust Ian Clark for the last game. Um, and that's probably it for me. Um, do you have any thoughts on the Pelicans? The question on Okafor and Wood is a very fair question because both guys took 14 shots tonight. And uh, I do, I am going to give the edge to Okafor. He did play 
almost 10 minutes more than Wood. And I think Okafor is like a lock to start, right? Where Wood, he should start, but also, you know, I mean, they could do something weird and bring him off the bench. So anyways, and then, man, uh, I, we're not going to see Anthony Davis <laughs> back. I mean, I, I saw on Twitter, he's been listed as probable the last six to seven games and has not played. So I think it's just, let's just expect him not to play for the rest of the year. And um, I like your take on Peyton, likely owned everywhere. Keep him locked and loaded. If you want to roll the dice on Clark, who looked really good tonight and who led the team in shots tonight. So Clark... Uh, probably a solid add. I'm going to shy away from Williams. And I do actually like Wood. Neil, we've seen Wood have some nice games um, in the past. So if he's going to start, get big minutes and take 14 shots like he did tonight, most likely he'll be worth a look on the final game of the year. All right. I'm going to go over to the Kings. <laughs> Neil, uh, this is, I pulled a rookie move tonight. I had Fox in my lineup. Didn't realize that my guard spot had hit the max limit of games. So it was dry. And I had Fox in my lineup in that spot, meaning I did not get this game. <laughs> Aaron Fox here tonight. I could have easily moved him to a utility spot or to another spot. So I missed out on this game from De'Aaron Fox. 24 points, 3 steals, a block, 11 assists, 6 rebounds, 1-3 on 10 of 18 shooting, 3-3 three, three from the line. What a great, you know, we got to throw De'Aaron Fox in this con uh, um, into that category with Siakam, D'Angelo Russell as most improved player. Maybe uh, one of the fantasy pickup or values sleepers of the year. So Darren Fox has been great, man. Um, let's see. Healed, rock solid if you need scoring. 12.6 assists, 5 rebounds. Gave you two threes tonight. Shot 5-15. Um, I like Bagley, man. Neil, I'm really excited about the uh, prospect of Bagley for, like, future seasons 19 points 14 rebounds i think this kid is going to be really nice one day like we're going to be drafting him as like a top 20 guy one day maybe two or three seasons from now he's going to be up there i think um let's see other than that man don't trust anybody else collie stein is a gamble everyone else i don't really try oh you know what if you want to go bogdanovich off the bench that's good. 16 points, two steals, five rebounds. He feels like he's he's safe. Uh, Kings are out of it, so I don't know what they're going to do. I think it's going to be very similar to what we saw here uh, tonight. What do you think of the Kings, Neil? Yeah, unfortunately, they uh, they had a pretty good season, you know, considering expectations, and but not enough to get them to the playoffs. Um, but their their players are developing very well. He'll he'll and the Fox look like they're going to be long term NBA. Strong players, um, Bagley, likewise. Um, curious to see how Bielitsa, Barnes, and Kali Stein shake out going forward. I think Bagley will get into the starting rotation next year. Bogdanovich, um, kind of a letdown year. Uh, not sure what they're going to do in the last game, but um, they, they're still playing these guys. You know, 37 minutes for Barnes tonight, 35 for Fox. And I don't want to say it's a meaningless game because these guys want to win 32 minutes for heel, 32 minutes for Bagley. So I don't see why they would all of a sudden not play them the last game of the season that they're doing it now. So I think 
those guys are somewhat trustworthy, um, at least to get to the mid to high 20s. Um, all right, Adrian, we got one more game here. It is not done, but but we're going to do it. Let's <laughs> we're going to just jump right in. Yeah, you know, we, just, we just ran, uh, what is it? Uh, is a marathon 26 miles? I mean, Neil, we're on mile 25. Let's not stop now. Now let's just finish this. And look, man, this is a meaningless game for the Lakers. So um, there's 15. I'm, I'm seeing there's 15 seconds left, but let's just get into it, man. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, I think it's about over. One, it's uh, 112, 109 as of this very moment. Um, it's probably going to change by the time you get to it. Anyway, I'm going to go to the Jazz 109. Uh, let's see. Gobert, double doubles here. Big night, as usual. Donovan Mitchell, he's still struggling with the shooting, 5 and 16 tonight. Um, did go 7 and 8 from the line, had two steals, 19 points overall. Royce O'Neal gets a start here with, um, let's see, who's. Who's sat? Oh, Rubio sat and Faber sat. So they're resting their guys there. Cephalosha starts uh, 13.4 rebounds, two assists tonight. Did have five steals. He's always been known as a steals guy. Um, so if you need that final category, you may be rolling base with him if he's getting to start again next game. Um, Joe Ingles, not a great, uh, not a bad game. 12 points, four rebounds, eight assists. Uh, a steal, three three pointers. Actually, a pretty decent game. I stand corrected. Um, Crowder, 23 minutes off the bench. Uh, not trusting him. Um, very curious to see Cephalosha starting tonight. Maybe it's be a matchup against the Lakers, so take a look at Grain of Salt. But um, if he gets another 25, 30 minutes, he could put up a couple of steals in that category. I think the Jazz uh, fighting still um, proceeding, so this may continue. Anyway, Adrian. I think the game's officially over now. Um, you want to take us on the Lakers side? Or first, yeah. any thoughts on Utah? Uh, I think they're going to start all their studs. You know, they could, they're only a game behind Portland for the fourth seed, and that's home court advantage in the first round. So um, I think we're going to see Utah start their studs for the final game of the season. That's my take, man. And then uh, let me jump over on the Lakers side of this game neil if you bought tickets uh at the beginning of the season for you know the lakers for this game you thought you were going to be seeing lonzo ball and lebron james but instead you're seeing caruso and caldwell pope and they are balling caruso 18 <laughs> 11 assists um caldwell pope 32 points six assists six rebounds Keep both these guys locked up for the final day. I think just out of necessity, just because they're warm bodies, they're gonna get, um, they're they're gonna put up some fantasy value. Uh, also, a guy who's gonna put up some fantasy value is uh, Javale McGee. Twenty-two points, a steal, two blocks, three assists, eight boards. He's gonna do his thing. Mike Muscala. This is interesting. Sixteen points, eight rebounds, one assist. I think he's worth a look with the you know everybody being out for the Lakers pretty much. I think he's gonna be worth a look. Uh, Neil, what are your thoughts on the dumpster fire that is the Los Angeles Lakers? Hey man, they got the win tonight, one thirteen to one hundred nine. Uh, so. Caruso has him balling. Uh, this guy's been impressive. You see that that putback dunk he had? That mm -hmm. was so such an entertaining play. Um, McGee has been really solid on this team. Maybe the most solid guy in the entire season um, on an overall basis. Caldwell Pope, like you said. So McGee, Caldwell Pope, Caruso, probably all picked up, but those guys I trust. 
So then who are we looking at here? Um, if Mascala gets to start and plays 39 minutes again, I'd be okay with him. Um, but I don't know if I could trust it. Um, and then I have no idea who Jamario Jones is. I'm sorry. Is he, uh, <laughs> is he a Laker fan favorite? I have no idea. I don't know either, man. He rebounds tonight, but I'm not trusting him either. Um, so, unfortunately, Muscala might be the only pickup, and it's still kind of dicey. So, it's more of a gamble. Just Pope, McGee, and Caruso, I'm trusting. And that, that is a slate of games we did. Wow. Um, you guys, I my clicker says we're at an hour and 16 minutes so if you're still sticking with us right now thank you so much man what neil what a night well i mean i don't think we've had a bigger night of basketball than tonight i think we have flirted with some pretty big nights close to this but man what a night uh all right you guys let's just get out of here i'm my i'm about to um I'm, I don't even know, man. I'm like out of it right now. Uh, you guys, thanks so much for listening, supporting the show. Hit us up on Twitter. Follow Neil at Ball with Neil. I'm at Adrian Benjamins. Neil, any closing thoughts before I officially drop the hammer on this show? Uh, we will be off tomorrow. We'll all be watching the national championship. At least I will be. Adrian, Me? I got I to gotta plug myself really quick. If Virginia wins, I, I win the hoop ball league. I win the hoop ball NCAA thing. Awesome. I think it's for $0. So hey, you, you know what, Neil? I'm very happy you told me that because I do not have a horse in the race. Yeah. I'm going to be rooting for Virginia tomorrow right. so that you get the I victory. Kind of, awesome. I've been. I've actually fallen in love with Texas Tech. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of like torn of either route. Yeah. And you know, one thing, guys, that is really cool. I was hearing both Virginia and Texas Tech, two teams that have never won the national title. So very cool to see that we're going to see a school that's never won. I think that's pretty cool. All right, you guys, let's get out of here. We will see you guys Tuesday evening. See you later. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.